from the Financial Times in Baku, I'm Jack Farchi and this is FT News. For more than a thousand years, the ancient Silk Road transported spices and fine cloth across Central Asia. Nowadays, it's no longer camels carrying goods between China and the West, but containers. Aktau, a Kazakh port on the Caspian Sea, is a regional hub shipping steel and grain to Iran and oil to Azerbaijan. China's Xi Jinping has made building a new Silk Road his signature foreign policy. If he succeeds, this remote port will become an important hub for world trade. I visited Aktau, where I boarded a Croatian-built cargo ship, the Balaken, one of only a few ships that currently ply the Trans-Caspian route to Azerbaijan. I joined it on its journey to Baku, as it threaded its way through the oil platforms in the waters that separate the regional powers of Iran and Russia. It had just been loaded up with containers that had been transported overland by train across Kazakhstan. Europe's trade with China is worth $600 billion a year. The vast majority of it currently travels by sea via the Suez Canal and the Indian Ocean. Land routes, such as the one I took through Kazakhstan and across the Caspian Sea to Azerbaijan, would be significantly quicker making them attractive for higher-value goods like computer parts and perishables like food. Mikhail Yalbachev, president of Aktau Port, explains the potential time savings involved. Last year we tried to make first train, container train from China, and then this train delivered the cargo within five days from China to Azerbaijan through Caspian Sea. It's five days, but a normal way will and it will take maybe 60 days. Already, a small but growing number of trains head from China to Europe through Kazakhstan and Russia. But Russian trade restrictions against the EU, Ukraine and Turkey have led to a demand for alternative routes. As part of its new Silk Road strategy, China has promised hundreds of billions of dollars of investment. It has set up a dedicated fund and new multilateral lenders the $100 billion Asia Infrastructure Investment Bank and the New Development Bank with other so-called BRICS countries. But the concept of the new Silk Road isn't just about railways and ports, says Agris Premanis, an economist at the European Bank for Reconstruction and Development. Of course, at the basis of the Silk Road, uh, we have infrastructure. Uh, but the reality is much broader. When we think about what the Silk Road Economic Belt will do, it's, it's not just going to be a... Uh, one line between China and uh, Europe. And this will really connect the entire region much better. The crossing I took from Aktau to Baku was supposed to take 20 hours, but in fact took over two days. There are plenty of obstacles preventing the Trans-Caspian from really taking off as an alternative trade route, and not just storms like the one that delayed our journey. But things are changing. In April, the countries along the route set up a consortium to coordinate cost-cutting and reduce bureaucracy. And when trade between Turkey and Central Asia was disrupted by the spat between Moscow and Ankara, Azerbaijan's shipping company slashed tariffs to provide an alternative. Shipping company, port authorities, railway company, they are all integrated in order to provide the best tariff, flexible tariff, which can accommodate the needs of the uh, let's say shippers, uh, as well as be quite flexible. Each country uh, would like to have uh, at least two 
routes. So to have some alternatives. So therefore, we offer these alternatives. That was Samir Sharifov, Azerbaijan's finance minister. Azerbaijan and Kazakhstan, which have been hard hit by the oil price crash, see the new Silk Road as a chance to reshape their economies, as Tale Ziadov, the director general of the port of Baku, explains. We think that this strategy is going to be transformational, not only for Azerbaijan, but also for the entire region. It is going to bring closer the entire countries in the region. It is going to uh, generate a lot of trade, a lot of labor. It is going to tie the economies, continental economies, to land, or, and particularly to the landlocked countries of Azerbaijan being one of them. Hundreds of years ago, traders on the ancient Silk Road would meet and do business in caravanserais like this one in Baku's old town. Nowadays, it's a swanky restaurant, more likely to be frequented by executives striking deals to profit from a new Silk Road. Ports like Aktau and Alat are still a long way from being modern-day versions of Samarkand or Bukhara, but with China's backing, the Caspian region could once again be at the heart of world trade. Jack Farchi, Financial Times, Baku.